The Game Central Podcast. Here we are for yet another week of gaming news, features and reviews. Only there is no gaming news and absolutely no games to play. Yes, you could say the gaming industry is drying up faster than Gareth's girlfriend as she's told yet again that she must sleep in her own bedroom. The only couple I know under the age of 16 that have separate bedrooms. So how's the whole sleeping arrangement going, Gareth? You said under the age of 16. <laughs> yeah. 60. 60. Oh. oh, right. That makes like. Well, I hope under the age of 16 they had their own bedrooms. Would you allow your under 16 year old daughter to sleep with her boyfriend? Depends if I could watch that. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh. Gareth, don't wow. be judgmental. Always I'm judgmental. Oh, I'm me. sorry. Don't judge the incestual paedophile. <laughs> it's not paedophilia, is it? He said he's just watching. Well, Rolf can't do it anymore, so... Exactly. <laughs> oh, someone's got a feeling. No, uh, they don't! <laughs> That's a perfectly acceptable vacant position. <laughs> okay. That shall said. never be filled. Oh, God. Right, the only real news this week is that Konami have pulled out of the development of Silent Hills. Maybe Don's parents should have taken the same approach when they were conceiving him. I'm sure a crusty stain on a pillowcase would have been preferable to having him as a son. And Don, that isn't an insult to you. Sometimes I wish I had dribbled down my mother's chin rather than fertilise her egg. There were 250 million sperm cells released from the gland of our fathers, 250 million competitors, and we were the sperm cells that won the race. Us three. Three sperm cells out of 750 million combined sperm cells. I don't think you could find three worse excuses for human beings if you tried. It makes you wonder what kind of people the other 748 million sperm cells would have created had they beaten us to the egg. The cure for cancer, AIDS, could have been achieved. Political figures with great minds. Or even sporting athletes. But no, we won. Us three sitting here, two-thirds of us in our pants, talking about an industry that has given us nothing. This week on the Game Central podcast, we have Don's hot goss ip. Yes, as if the news wasn't slow and non-existent as it is. There's plenty of news! (laughs) Oh my god. Don has the practically impossible task of plucking out something not only interesting, but something that you possibly haven't heard before. It's an unenviable task, Don, but we know you excel when given impossible tasks. I'm I'm the impossibler. You are. Then we have the regular news, news that you have no doubt heard already, but read back to you by us verbatim. That's because it's only been in the last five minutes we have seen the news ourselves. Blame Gareth. But Gareth, you gave us the news very early today. Yep, and lots of it. You've had a chance to go through and just have a look at it and not be shocked. (laughs) Why would you be shocked? Because sometimes you have to wait for the news to load up and it, it takes a bit of time. But before we get this party started, Gareth, let's take a moment to swing by the pleasure zone. That is Don's Hot Goss Ip.
whenever yeah. you're ready, John. Thanks right, so... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Oh, oh. right, so last week, Don, uh, yeah. you came up with the rather fantastic news that I haven't really seen uh, sort of explained in any detail anywhere else. Maybe it was that it was just so hot that it, they haven't got around to announcing it yet That's about the, the Avengers characters. Friends. That's the nature of hot gossip. Being in the battlefield, uh, battlefront uh, game. Uh, hopefully you didn't just make it up because you had nothing, you didn't research or find anything in time. There is no uh, making upness going on in this section of the podcast. Fantastic. There might be in others, but not in this one. Okay, brilliant. So if you could be so kind as to unleash your wares and show us what you have this week. You're welcome. I shall whip it out now. Oh, yeah. Well, well, gossip this week. Uh, Gossip has it. It's not rumour, so rumour doesn't have it. Gossip has it. Okay. Um, uh, If you uh, are a bit of a uh, games fan who wants wants to get hold of things uh, but can't bother to go into the shops... So you like to get things yeah. delivered. And you think, well, you could, I could go to Amazon. I could go to Rakuten. I could go to Play.com if they're even still around. I could even go to Tesco.com. But mm. that that seems a bit 21st century to me. Seems a bit old now. You have to actually type in the Type stuff in and, and stuff. you know, it, it comes in the, you know. And what if I'm hungry at the same time? Yep. What if I don't just want games, but I want feeding at the same time? That's well, they, uh, there's a way around this now. Because you can now... Order a lovely copy of Devil May Cry 4, the remastered special edition. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, from uh, your local Domino's or Papa John's. Give them a wow. quick bell, order your pepperoni pizza, and they'll deliver to you in that lovely pizza box alongside that bubbling cheese and tasty salami. A uh, fresh copy of Devil May Cry 4. How That's lovely. absolutely fantastic. How lovely. Uh, and how much would that set you back? Oh, uh, a pretty penny. It's more than the cost of just a pizza. Um, yeah. But uh, you'd have to ask that. It depends on what the pizza you have is, you see. They, well, it's, it's, well it's, I find is. pizzas to be stupidly priced already. Sometimes they are pretty £18, yeah. That, that's correct. They are sometimes ridiculously expensive. What's but your favourite pizza topping, Don? My favourite pizza topping is... Sloppy Giuseppe. Ugh, that sounds like your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Gareth uh, is probably... He, he has the hot dog <laughs> well, uh, steak. stuffed. Steak, yeah, just a steak on a on a base. Steak pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What it's, do you have, Gareth? Tomato, he has like peppercorn sauce all over the day. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that sounds incredible. So I don't know why you're <laughs> laughing. But um, I go to Domino's and uh, I get the Meteor. Oh Which yeah, it's just a, loads of meat. It's a barbecue base, and then there's like three different types of sausage and ground meat, and then just yeah, a yeah. meatball on each slice. That's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, because I'm vegetarian, me and Becky have to go half and half. So she'll have the uh, meat your, but I get rather upset when one of the meatballs rolls over to my side of the pizza during transit. Why? Because then that slice actually tastes of something for a change. No. I have Vegetable Supreme. And maybe, once maybe, one day, Gareth, you'd like to order it because you packing so much meat probably impairs the flavour as it is. You can't appreciate what it is because there's so much meat going everywhere. Okay? I am fully erect right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think that, you know, Devil May Cry 4 should just be bundled with every pizza you get. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. In fact, they could just take the disc out of the box and serve you a little 
little yeah. mini garlic bread on it. Can I do a joke now? You certainly can. The order 1886 should be given away with Happy Meals. I think that tumbleweed sound effect is going to come, come in handy again. <laughs> Can I make a joke? Uh, go on in. Uh, they should uh, bundle it with the Devil Margarita. No, no, no. That's almost worse. That's. I, I'd say that is worse. Yeah, almost. Yours is definitely worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, at least, at least Gareth made an attempt at a pun. Thank yeah, you. let me think of a pun, but I'm just going to have to have a bit of time. Just wait there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gareth, you're going to have to edit this to make it shorter. Nope. <laughs> uh, All silences will be experienced in real time. Or extended. For dramatic <laughs> effect. Uh, <clears throat> waiting. Hang on, it's not going to take long, and the more if you do that, it's going to put me off. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> do you know, I've forgotten what's actually actually happening. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, but I don't want Gareth to beat me in a joke. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Terminator Genesis, that looks mental, doesn't it? Yeah. So what's going on? You just talked about it. Yeah, we're, we're just going to talk about some films while you uh, think up a new joke. Well, this is why I said let's bloody expand the podcast, didn't I? <laughs> Oh, the thing is, all this time you're thinking of a new joke, so am I. <laughs> it's just going to come right back at you with the second you finish. <laughs> There's literally no <laughs> pizza puns. No good ones, anyway. No. There's an employee, their employee of the month, it looks like Don, on their uh, website, on Domino's. You've actually gone to Domino's website? Yes, because I don't really know the name of pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to find one that looks like Devil May Cry, aren't you? No. Just, yes, you are. All right, it's like... just a de- Devil Meat Cry. There Whatever. Oh, wow. Thank that... you. Shut up! <laughs> I've got low self-esteem as it is. Oh my god, that was so so worth it. Thank you. Um, so on to the actual news. Batman: Arkham Knight season pass will cost you a hefty thirty-three pounds. Now, Don, I'm no mathematical genius like Carol Vorderman, but even she would tell you that when it comes to being a cheeky bastard. Rockstar seems to be taking the cake with this one. Rockstar? Uh, they do a little bit. Uh, rock Rocksteady. steady! Ah, <laughs> uh, Rob. I've had a hard day, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like it, uh, it looks fit if you want to play the whole entire game. Yeah. All the content, as you would like to do, no doubt. Uh, it will cost you a pretty penny, uh, roughly about 100 quid-ish, if you're paying yeah. proper retail. 
seems quite expensive, uh, considering that that's not for like a special edition or anything. With yeah. statue and all the rest of it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just another reason that I won't be playing it. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's, it's very hard. Obviously, Gareth has already proclaimed it to be, is going to be a massive disappointment. Yeah. But at what point do you stop making content for the actual game and moving on to DLC? You know, when do you think, okay, this is enough uh, if we're charging a premium forty nine ninety nine, fifty four ninety nine, if you're stupid enough to shop in game for the actual standalone version? At what point do they think, okay, well, we're now going to start charging for anything else that we make? Well, this is this one of the problems with development, though, is uh, DLC does have to be planned a little bit in advance, usually. They have to, A, make sure that the game can uh, cope with putting it actually physically onto it, you know, the original content. B, it needs yeah. to make some kind of logical sense when they do add it on. Um, and they have to kind of decide what they can and can't do fairly early on. So it's it's a kind of double-edged sword in a way. If they're going to have DLC, they've got to plan it quite often the same time they're planning the actual body, main body of the game. Um, they've just got to decide what they're going to essentially make DLC. And you know, Usually, I guess, it's down to um, time constraints. They've got a deadline when the game needs to be released and they decide how much work they can actually do before yeah. that date comes along. And they decide how much work they can be bothered to do to get in before that day. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's the problem that people have as well. Is that it's so predetermined and free and pre uh, sort of they, they, it's all so thought out and meticulously <clears throat> planned. I mean, if well, someone uh, just picks up off the floor and said, "Oh God, I forgot to put this into the game," you'd be more forgiving. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are examples of much better DLC where they, it feels like they've finished the game and then gone back afterwards and gone right now what can we actually add shivering miles nights in a nine <clears throat> yeah um, how about this Don yep I'm gonna tell you what they've told us yep and you stop me at the point at which you're convinced that you're definitely gonna pay £33 <laughs> okay okay uh, new story stop. missions haha <laughs> 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 it's the funniest joke yet Thank you. Uh, new story missions, uh, additional super villains, which means they're leaving some out of the game, which is a bit silly. Oh. Uh, this is going to be the one. Alternative Batmobile and character skins. No, okay. Uh, challenge maps. Oh, we know what they are, don't we? Silence from Don. Okay, final one, and I think this is really going to steer you in the right direction. Drivable racetracks. Wow. Drivable racetracks. Um, yeah. Racetracks in this Batman game. Yeah, what does Batman do when he's not going around in his Batmobile? Race. He races, exactly. On a racetrack. On a racetrack. And that'll be against the Joker and the Riddler and Catwoman and everyone else like that, I suppose. You know what? If each of those people had their own little funny car... And it was like basically Mario Kart, but with Batman. Yeah. Fucking dream. But it's not going to be that. It's not. It's going to be, you have 20 seconds to get to each checkpoint and they're around Gotham. And... The thing is, Gareth, what you just explained would have been unlockable content, you know, a few years ago on PlayStation 2, challenge rooms and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. complete it's... the game on hard, unlock yeah. an extra Batmobile, all that kind of business. You know, we don't live in that world anymore, do we, Dom? Apparently not. No, no. It's uh, it's mental. That's I. I 
drivable well, race tracks. Fucking hell! They use the word yeah, drivable. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not actually just there to look at. You can actually interact with them. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you want from a race track. Is to, uh... Yeah, it is. Um, oh. We're talking about Batman. Uh, just calls free. <laughs> has been seen in action for the very first time. Now, if you love your games a little bit over the top, uh, even more so over the top than Grand Theft Auto or Saints Row 4, you might want to look at a little game called Just Cause 3 with... um, What's the guy's name? Rico Rodriguez. That's the one. How much more stereotypical can you get for a Mexican male? Apart from Juan Rodriguez, that would probably be more, yeah. Uh, but you can zip line to a plane, you can throw someone out of a plane, you can surf on top of a plane, you can drive a plane into the sea, surfing it all the way. Now, Gareth, tell me to shut up if this isn't something that you're absolutely salivating for. Uh, my gash is frothing. Yeah. Uh, Just Cause 2 is one of the most underappreciated games of the past like, Brilliant. five years. Thank you, Gareth. And Just Cause 3 looks like that, but more so, better graphics, more options, yeah. just, it just looks like, if you own a next-gen console, this is a must-buy. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. And, like, the graphics in Just Cause 2 still look kind of amazing now. When you're a thousand mm-hmm. feet up in the air and you're looking down, it still looks incredible. So I can't even yeah. imagine how good this game's going to look. Well, there you go. Talking of games looking good, uh, Final Fantasy... XV uh, episode. Uh, I always have trouble saying this, Gareth. Uh, episode Duskay, is it? I think you have to say it with like a bit of a Japanese exasperated. It's like Duskay! Oh, Duskay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they talk, all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> now you try it, Gareth. Don, so we don't all seem racist. <laughs> so I'm not just singled out. Um, I don't think I can manage. I can manage to do it. You say you say it like a Japanese schoolboy. Um... <clears throat> you, you, you have to do it as a Japanese schoolboy. What specifically am I supposed to be saying? Uh, the the um, Final Fantasy uh, demo subtitle episode, Dosuke. <laughs> It's such a weird, weird word that even looking at it makes my brain kind of implode oh, no. a little bit. Episode is okay. Oh, brilliant. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's now, it. Gareth, you are going to say it as a kind of uh, an, an, a, a warrior. You know, in the anime where you get the warriors and they're quite big and they're a bit stupid, but they're very aggressive. Go. <clears throat> Episode is okay. <laughs> Fantastic. What are you <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now I'm going to say it's the kind of elderly man who's quite wise. Uh, he's been around the town quite a lot, and all of the children come to him for advice. Episode <laughs> Right, so we got that out of our system now. Uh, this is the new Siege. Thank you. Uh, it's the first. It well, maybe the first demo to receive an update. Um, game director Hazume Tobata has heard the feedback and confirmed that episode Dusuke 2.0 will debut in May. Um, are we ever going to get to play this, day, uh, this demo, Gareth? I don't know. I think it's still locked off to people who bought... Is it Final Fantasy Type-0? Yeah. 
But, like, the thought of releasing a demo in episodes is, like, literally insane. Yeah, but what they're doing is they're fixing the uh, targeting system and improved camera controls and a new way to dodge enemy attacks. So they've obviously taken feedback from the demo, but I think, don't think they quite understand that you're supposed to incorporate them into the demo. You take them away and incorporate them into the full game. Yeah, this is called a beta, what they're doing now. <laughs> Basically. Well, it's interesting. I guess you'd rather them do this than them do nothing. Or right? just do it in the game. Well, I mean, that's asking a bit much nowadays. Yeah, because it would be funny if they released the game, the full game, and it had none of these improvements, and then people <laughs> complained again, and then they went, oh, sorry, we'll just have to do that again. <laughs> That'd be literally fantastic, but, you know, you'd probably have to pay thirty three ninety nine, wouldn't you, Gareth? Hey, it wouldn't surprise me. It, oh, it wouldn't surprise you. Talking of surprises... Uh, there's a huge Mario Kart 8 download, Don. And uh, if there's anyone out there that's going to download this, it's going to be you, isn't it? It certainly is, and it certainly was. I downloaded it the other day. And and what what did you find upon your booting up of the game? I found that uh, I need to do all the 150cc tracks until it will unlock the 200cc mode. <laughs> and I can't I can't complete all the 150cc tracks on goals because I'm not that good. Oh, Gareth, can't you, Don? Can't you just do it on a Silver or bronze? No, you've got a, you've got a three star, every single one. I didn't realise that. No, that's a bit that's yep. a bit elitist, isn't it? It's <laughs> ridiculous. I've I, I get you've got to do, which means basically coming first in all four races of each cup, and I've come first on three cups in a row, and then the fourth I one I'll be in the lead. I bet they were a D cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're getting better you're as the podcast up, goes on, Rob. Slightly better, so slightly better, up, better jokes. <laughs> Warm up. <laughs> yeah, and then the last, um, <laughs> then the last, <laughs> last race. I mean, I'm in first place, and then I get hit with a blue shell, and down, down I go. Yeah, well, I think that's a reason why a lot of us hate the Mario Kart series. <clears throat> well, it's not that bad. I mean, the blue shell hasn't been that much of a problem, but it's you know, on 150cc, it. it just you go, oh, you're absolute bastard. Yeah, but I literally, my brain cannot handle that kind of sort of injustice <laughs> like a final goal on FIFA in the 90th minute that sends you out of the FA Cup blue shell that sort of thing or yeah. you know, one on one beat them up when the opposition just comes back out of nowhere I can't handle gaming injustice well it's one of those things I'm afraid you just have to, just have to live with a little bit of luck but, um... make it through the night <laughs> are you going to be talking about it in what have we been playing Don or should we ask you now uh, well, I haven't managed to really play the new tracks. Yes, so. oh, okay. yes, Gareth. You're right. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know I what those things, and I don't play them. That's how I work. That's how. Yeah. That's how he rolls. How I roll. Yeah. Well, talking about rolling, uh, Skyrim developer, no, Steam, sorry, is reversing its paid mod scheme. And what's quite refreshing about this, Gareth, is that they actually admit that they got it wrong. Uh, yeah, they apologised to people. They offered refunds, and they said, you know, it was kind of a trial basis. Didn't work out. Sorry, guys. Here's your money back. Let's move on to something else, which is quite rare these days, isn't it? Yeah, I. It was an ill-conceived of idea in the first place. Like, in theory, letting people pay for mods is fine. Like, it supports mod creators, gives them a bit of money, but they did it in such a shitty way, so that like. 
Valve, I think Valve were getting like 25% of any profits. And then they left it up to Bethesda to decide what their cut was going to be. And they picked like 50%. So the the mod creator was only getting like 25% of whatever anybody paid. So it was just a completely terrible implementation. Um, And they couldn't have picked a worse game either. Like Skyrim is... It's kind of sacred to PC players. Yeah. Because it's, it's hands down the best version of Skyrim you could possibly ever own. Because it has all the mods. You can make the dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine if you want. You can add 30 new classes into the game and like a whole new world to explore that people have made for free in mods. So Skyrim on PC is like, that's the top of the mountain as far as like, if you want to be a PC gamer... You own Skyrim on the PC because that's yeah, it's the best place to play it. And, and presumably, if you're going to charge for certain things, I mean, if you've got a certain limited budget, there's going to be certain things that come in priority before you turn dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, maybe the people that make those great shaders and the effects and the sort of texture updates, they're going to be getting more of the money. And the people that have been making Dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine, they're going to be seeing less people download than they would do if it was free because it's only a sort of fleeting thing you're going to have. It's not like it's your fantasy to fight sort of fantastical Thomas the Tank Engine and you want that to be constantly in your game. It's going to be something that you look at once, have a laugh and turn off. Yeah, and if you paid money for it, then you're going to be livid. Yeah, Basically, how um, much quality control is even going into those sorts of mod side as well? Because um, no. they're all fan made mods, so yeah, that's what I thought. There's, that's how the point of the fan made mods. Half of them like they glitch quite a lot, whatever, and they're just a bit of fun. Some yep. of them are done really professionally, and you know you've heard of people who get jobs and stuff with studios after doing brilliant mods. Exactly, like the DC. Idea of paid for mods, yeah, exactly. The idea of getting paid for mods though, it's just it doesn't fit right with any of it. Yeah, and it doesn't help that, like, because this stuff is just not regulated at all. Like, yeah. somebody, I think somebody made, like, a realistic horse genitalia mod and charged, like, £100 oh, okay. for it. <laughs> um, and then, allegedly, there were people just re-uploading other people's mods and charging money. So, oh, yeah. just yeah. everything that could have gone wrong just went terribly wrong. But, you know, like Rob said, to their credit, they came out ahead of it and said, OK, everybody, we fucked up. You're all getting your money back. Don't worry. We're going to yeah. maybe put this on the back burner for a long time and sort it out. I think if it had launched, but not with Skyrim, it, it might have seen a bit more uh, acceptance. But just, you don't go after Skyrim. You don't fuck with Skyrim. It's yeah. it's untouchable, basically. Yeah, and as soon as you start monetizing things, people uh, expect a certain amount of quality and a certain amount of policing of the sort of items that go out and stuff like that. I mean, these are really realistic horse genitalia. You've never seen more realistic in a game. Does it come out (laughs) of its... uh, Does it come out of its sheathing if the horse gets excited? I mean, it would have to for £100, right? Yeah, it would. It would have to come out at your command. (laughs) Literally. I I wouldn't want it to just be a sort of terrible texture that's just applied onto the horse. I yeah, want it to be fully functional. Maybe you could add like a new shout into the game. Yeah. Erectors! 
I would, I would expect, <laughs> to have, I expect there to be a train that goes past in the distance and there to be some young children on that train oh pointing at the horse going, Mummy, why does that horse have five legs? Exactly. If, it, if it's being paid for, it's that kind of detail that I want in my horse penis add-ons. You could tell Gar- Don hasn't played uh, Skyrim if she thinks there's trains going on. <laughs> no, Maybe I, it'd be a Thomas I, the Tank Engine I was, train. Yeah, I was imagining a steam train, but I know even that is too far advanced for Skyrim. Yeah, but you know, but there is magic, so you know, there's nothing. Is well, Don, I'm glad you're here actually because <laughs> thanks. I tried to understand what was going on with this Konami delisting itself from the uh, stock exchange. Yeah, uh, maybe using your brain, you could kind of. Uh, explain it to us. It's, uh, it just means that Konami have voluntarily removed themselves from trading on the Nasdaq, um, the New York Stock Exchange. Sorry, they I... basically means they no longer are listed as a public company. You can no longer buy shares from the US. You can buy them via London and Japan still, um, weirdly. Um, but the reason for this is likely tax reasons um, to do with paying um, corporation Taxes and uh, stock taxes and stuff in the US. Um, it's probably a money-saving scheme of some kind. But exactly what they're doing. I, I saw knows. a really good quote about it and somebody said, Konami's got a lot of problems right now. Removing themselves from the stock exchange is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a huge deal. Even though it sounds like one on the surface of it. Yeah, it's not like they've scrubbed themselves out of existence. But it's just a bit weird that they've been, they've been doing all of these things... And there's been no actual comment from Konami whatsoever. They've just yeah. been doing it all completely silently without saying a word. Which they're perfectly entitled to do. But I don't know, if you're a shareholder in Konami, you, you <laughs> might be a little bit confused. It's like doing it silently, but with the whole world watching. Yeah, you're, yeah it is. I'm, I'm kind of slightly convinced that there's a massive marketing campaign for Metal Gear Solid Five that was yeah. really complex and involved kind of real-world interaction with stuff and trying to get them into the newspapers and stuff and someone has accidentally copy and pasted a chunk of that into a company report and now they've confused the marketing with their actual business strategy yeah and they're not it. sure what's going on uh, it's it's somewhat weird well following on from that don is the official cancellation of silent hills fucking hell i know fuck's sake and also <sighs> uh they're taking down the PT. fantastic PT demo. Yeah, well. so if you're listening to this on a Thursday uh, and you haven't downloaded it, you're never going to because they'll have removed it on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so it seems that literally everything that's sort of. Anything new and costing them money seems to be going yeah. bye bye for the time being. It's annoying. I mean, although I never wanted to play Silent Hills because seriously, fuck that game. It's too scary. Yeah. I was never going to play it. It was still genuinely innovative and it really interesting. It looked brilliantly done from the PT demo. It looked like it could have been a genuinely interesting new game to you know to play for but the what new we're generation. Looking at but now, is... sorry, Don. Yeah, it's all right, mate. I'm used to you interrupting me, don't mate. Don't worry. Yeah, but I, I've got no sort of talk really. You've got no filter. I know, mate. I know. It's okay. I oh, know. Sorry. <laughs> um, basically, we don't know how much Hideo Kojima was being paid. We don't know how much uh, Del Toro was going to be being paid. We don't know how much Norman Reedus was going to be getting paid. Yeah, that's a big We don't point. know how much it would have been, you know, and what we're looking at, everything that uh, Konami has seemed to be doing at the moment seems to be implying that they're seriously cutting back and, you know, money's going to be a big thing. And Silent Hill, I don't think, is a big enough franchise and a big enough genre to justify... <laughs> 
Well, uh, in itself, no. If this was just a standalone Silent Hills 5 or 6 or whatever it would have been, then I'd have agreed with you. But with the P- the way the PT demo worked and the interest that everyone gave to that, I mean, look at... Um, I know Bloodborne's not really a brand new IP, but no. as a, as a, a PlayStation 4-only game, it's sold over a million copies in three weeks. It's done phenomenally well. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and that's for a game that's considered... Possibly pretty niche, considering the style of game that it is. Yeah, but, but let's it, look at it, Don. But, but PT, so yeah, something like PT that, that brand new. Yeah, yeah I reckon right. it actually took off. Free. That's 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 the most important thing. Is it's free. Yeah. If you're gonna uh, you're gonna convince Dave down the pub that he wants to buy PT, let's say it was twenty pound. Mm. How would you pitch it to the normal person? As uh, the same way I pitch a horror movie. It's it's that good. It's as I do an ex- a proper cinema pitch. Of a, okay, so, so what do you do in it? What do you do in it, mate? <laughs> you try and solve the mystery of uh, this man's dead family who appears okay. to be haunted, uh, and you're. Oh, uh, how do you do that, mate? Is it like Call of Duty? <laughs> it's in first person, like Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Yeah, but uh, you are uh, the shit scared out of you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What sort of perks do you get, mate? For fuck's sake. <laughs> the perk is I don't come around your house and fuck you up if you actually buy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Don, you are so intimidating. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is you literally go through the same corridor. No, uh, the PT demo was a single corridor that repeated itself and, yeah. the, and it changed every time you went round there making it all the more fucking scary because you never knew what was around the corner every time you went it around was there. fantastic. But, but the actual full game is set in a, in a bit in an actual full building with several different floors and possibly <laughs> outside areas. You don't know what... You've got, no, no one's you really got any... No, Don, you don't know. It could have been amazing. It could have been... Well, there know. was some gameplay footage at... Uh, was it E3 they did it last year? Oh, shit. But they showed um, uh, some more of, of it. And I think it was some kind of orphanage or asylum or something. Where a lot of these horror things seem to be uh, yeah. to be set, but that was just the opening part of the of the first part of it. So, but that even so, the, the atmosphere, the way it looks, the way you kind of had the actual crap scared out of you and you're terrified to just look around, yeah. was still um, in full effect uh, in this guy in the, in what looked to be what was going to be the full game. Well, let's hope that old Kojima teams up with Del Toro on a Nintendo <laughs> Wii U and they come together and really exploit the hardware. Yeah, that's do you, how they do that. Do you know what this means? What does it mean, Gareth? It means in 24 hours' time, there's going to be PS4s up on eBay listed for like two grand that say PT <laughs> installed. Mine included. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, when you hear the names Catwoman, Robin, and Nightwing, not only will you think, oh, not again, but you can also <laughs> fight alongside them when you are Batman in Arkham Knight. Well, they're also my safe words. There you go. Uh, okay. You're right, mate. <laughs> yeah. Safe words for what? Bondage. Oh yes. Yeah. So if I was to say Catwoman, what would that mean? Catwoman. Catwoman means I actually want you to stop. I'm not joking. Okay. Robin. Robin means harder. And Nightwing. Nightwing means turn it up. Fantastic. <laughs> well. That... <laughs> You know, Gareth, they say all this, but it's not exciting. They are characters that we've seen so many times before in 
so many different ways. I thought Nightwing was Robin. Nightwing was, I think, the second Robin. Because the first Robin got killed with a crowbar <laughs> by the Joker. What a way oh. to go. Kill so it's like, I think it's the um, Dick Grayson grows up and becomes Nightwing. And yeah. then Batman gets another Robin because he needs a Robin. Because he can pick up young boys quite easily. There we go. Yeah, he's very strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> timeline doesn't well, really add up to that, though, does it, guys? Why? Well, you've got Batman. Yeah. Uh, pres- presumably, he's in his forties, maybe. Well, in the comics, his parents were murdered in like the fifties, right? Yeah, so that would make him sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't add up, does it? He- he's looking all right for sixty-five. <laughs> yeah. But but it's not adding up, is it? Can I ask another Joker Batman related question? I'd love that. Good. Um. We saw that Jared Leto reveal the other day. Oh yeah, oh dear. What what is that? Is it is that in the new Batman Superman film, or no, is this something that. else? Because I'm confused. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know that was a thing. So I was very confused because there's this Batman versus Superman thing happening, and I'm like, yeah. okay, that's all too dark. They need to really turn that color back up. It's, everything's in, <laughs> they must just do it in black and white at this point. Yeah. Um, where the fuck is this Joker coming from? Uh, but that makes more sense that it's in an entirely different thing. It's like a spin-off, basically. Yeah. And apparently the tattoos were for some, like, whatever anniversary of the Joker. Like, they're nah, not going to be on the character. I don't actually can't... Now I've looked, like, thought about it and kind of gotten used to it a bit, I don't actually mind the way he looks or the tattoos and stuff that much. Because it's... It, it's basically... It's just harking back to, the like, the 1960s TV show... With, with old Wardy chops, and um, did he have tattoos everywhere? No, no. But the uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who played Joker in the TV series in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Um, he had that bright purple suit, bright green hair, the obvious, the really bright, garish. Red, you know, garish, obvious makeup, and he was just basically a bloke just with some makeup on in a in a purple suit with green yeah. hair. There was nothing particularly remarkable about him. It was just literally that man in a weird suit with weird makeup. Yeah. So it kind of looks like Jared Leto's character looks like he's basically his grandson. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> so yeah. But Gareth said we're not allowed to explore further popular culture. <laughs> That's not what I said. So let's get back on track, guys. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Kiss is the UK's <laughs> best-selling game. They should for really, really rename it that. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, so it's uh, stayed at the top for the second week running. It's not got much competition, but you're proud of it, aren't you, Gareth? Allegedly, it's a very good game. It's beating GTA V and Battlefield Hardline. Games that came out months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Clap, clap. Okay, it's another <laughs> game I think wouldn't necessarily have done really well on a previous gen, but this version is—they've really made it look good, play play good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've really they've really upped the facilities, and it's done incredibly well. And again, that's another reason I think Silent Hills would have done brilliantly. I think this generation you you, you would have found, or you will find, a lot more games doing of different genres doing better. Yes, but Don, mm. Mortal Kombat is easy to explain. Yeah, you don't need to explain a horror game. It's it's, it's you don't need to explain Resident Evil to people. It's a fucking, it's a horror. It's a survival horror. You run around, you try not to die. There's a shitload of zombies. Um, you try and survive. That's basically it. You no, just, but that's you just take not one look at you know. Yeah, it's, well, you do get 
killed or like reset, uh, you know, by being you literally get scared to death. Basically, is what happens to you in that uh, in that uh, game, both metaphorically and physically. Well, uh, Gears of War uh, remastered version is coming to Xbox One, Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox. Ooh, Freudian slip there. Mine is sounds... girlfriend's name, is it Bex? Oh, oh, she'll not be pleased with that. Oh, or I could have called it Kiss Bow Kiss. <laughs> uh, say Paul, Kiss B Hog Kiss. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so this sounds like someone's trying to challenge for the hot gossip. <laughs> no, no, no I'm one's. Quite a Gears of War remastered trilogy in a similar vein of the Gears of War. Uh, Halo Anniversary, uh, Master Chief Collection, sorry. Uh, but I don't think I'd buy a standalone Gears of War 1. Well, the good news is that uh, they just recently ruled out the chances of a Gears of War HD collection. So Why is uh, that? Because uh, they just want to make the first uh, Gears of War again. They just want to remaster that and then... But it's, it's not the strongest one by any stretch of imagination. It's a good game, but I think the second and third one really opened it up. And I think... We all felt it when Don died, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Gears of War basically kick-started a generation. Everyone yeah. got their act together as soon as they saw Gears of War. It kicked yeah. everyone up the arse and said, all right, catch up. We're yeah. fucking in the lead now. We made the and best game. Up, they just copied. Yes, that, <laughs> that happened yeah. a lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, and I, I guess it's fine that they're remaking it, but at this point, if you've not played Gears of War... It's because you don't want to. Like, there's yeah. no excuse if you've ever yeah. been even remotely interested before. So, presu- presuming this isn't going to be a sort of full retail release, is it? Oh, I would, hope not. Oh, you would hope not, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see this for forty quid. Oh, 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 Rodan. Thank you. Uh, a game that was uh, released as a download and in Japan a standalone version was Resident Evil HD Remaster. And it's only gone and hit one million copies across the world since its debut in January. So that's that's pretty good. Well, I don't really know sort of what the going rate is for a downloadable game. What is a successful? I know uh, one million is just what you can't say it's not successful. But what is the sort of benchmark? What is a success? What is a failure? We're not really told about downloadable titles, really, are we? No. Honestly, uh, don't know. I mean, if, if it's indie games you're talking about, then, yeah, if you hit a million, then you've done phenomenally well, yeah. and you can probably afford to retire. But um, <laughs> but in this uh, uh, in this world, with uh, full-priced, full big studio releases, especially when it's a re-release, who knows? But a million is pretty fucking good. Yeah, it? well, <laughs> the game is Capcom's fastest ever selling digital title. So, and what, what has that got to compete with? Well, Turtles, mutants in time. Yeah, yeah. What, is, what, no, you got to say against, what have you got to say against Turtles? Sorry, I just don't like Turtles, Don. Uh, <laughs> I prefer Tortoise. Uh, talking of tortoises, or is it tortoises? Who knows? Turtles. Uh, Marvel is teaming up with Telltale. Telltale are taking on yet another game. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. I wondered how yeah. you got to speaking of like Tortoise, but then Telltale kind of sounds like Tortoise. Not bad. Yeah, it's the same sort of... Uh, it begins with T. T, yeah. That's it. Well done. Alliteration. Yeah. Yes. Look at all the big words coming out. 
Like yeah, adults. Adults. But um, what I'm saying is, Telltale were taking on. I said this a few weeks ago, if you remember. Telltale were just way, taking on way too much work. Yeah. Uh, and I just wish they'd bloody stop. <laughs> uh, stop working, you bastards. <laughs> right. Play classic Nintendo games with a free Amiibo app coming to Wii U next week. Now, you must be pretty happy about this, Gareth, because you have had no no reason to polish off your Wii U, but now you do. Yep. Uh, slight downside, I don't own any Amiibos. But that's a... Nice chance to go and buy one. Yeah. You could buy one when Splatoon comes out. You could get a pack that comes with the Amiibos. Yeah, I could get Splatoon. Yeah. It'd be better than Black Ops 3. Could be, could be. Well, you know, we don't know that, do we? Yeah. Black Ops 3. But one thing I do know is that they're going to push the boundaries, aren't they? They're going to take it as far as they can. They're going to take it as far as they can. Well, first. Why if they take it too far? Oh, Gareth, don't say that. It's a game changer. Well, then, you know, they might take it too far. But then, when they get pushed too far to the edge, isn't that dangerous? But then I suppose you only know how you far only... you need to go when you do it. You only know when you've gone too far. But when you've gone too far, you, you know, you, you don't know otherwise. Unless you keep going farther and farther, you won't but know. Is there, a, is there a stopping point, Don? Is there a, a place where you become like, that's it, I've got to stop pushing forward? Well, if you're at a point where you're going shit, uh, you you know I can't either you can't go back or you go no. oh, this this is going really badly. What am I going to do? Yeah. Can't go back. I've just got to keep going forward. You just got to go further. You've got to yeah. keep going further and further, no matter what. I just hope that I hope that they find their limit before, because otherwise it could be a disaster. Yeah. Um, Square Enix to host a dedicated Eve. Who do they think they are, Gareth? That they can host their own dedicated <laughs> Eve before the event kicks off. They think they're the developers of Final Fantasy XV episode Dozuke. <laughs> they think they are. And let's be honest, they are quite impressive at the moment. Um, yeah, what are the new games Tomb Raider, new Deus Ex coming out, Raider. Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Yeah. Those are games. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is they're going to have something to show. But I think having a pre-show is kind of... I think it's a bit arrogant. Well, a lot of these companies do it, though. Nintendo do... Or they used to do their own their own Tokyo show yeah. on their own. It's a bit embarrassing as well, isn't it? What is? Like, it's like, you know, turning to your girlfriend in bed and like, oh, I've pre-showed. That's another brilliant pun from Gareth. You're, he's totally out punning you today. Honestly, Rob, you are punned. You're just, you're in, he's in another league. Quick, say something so I can get another pun point. Do you know what they call me, Rob? They call me the Punisher. <laughs> 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 oh, that's not a pun, that's just an insult, isn't it? Yeah, you spoke over <laughs> so my, get... my pun as well. Yeah. Oh, no, what do they call you, Gareth? The Punisher. There you go, that's quite oh, good. Geez. I thought they were going to call you Big Pun, the rapper. <laughs> there you go. Daniel Radcliffe's Grand... Why is it called Daniel Radcliffe's Grand Theft Auto now? It's not his, is it? He's just come on to play Dan Hauser. Well, yeah, you know, it's like uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It's just a different version. Yeah, there you go. It could be Grand Theft Auto Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> uh, it's could be called Game Changer. Pretty good. So- 
So looking at this, Gareth, is it going to be explicitly about Rockstar or is it going to be a sort of different names used, different company names, but based around the things that happened at Rockstar? As far as I know, they're going to explicitly be saying the words Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar in this thing. I hope so, because it's gone from being a documentary that I was really looking forward to going (laughs) to see, to having an actor I don't agree with, to being a game that could possibly, a film that could document, what is it? Drama. (laughs) It's a drama. uh, It's called Game Changer. Yeah, I mean, Bill Paxton's going to play the evil lawyer. The evil lawyer. I hope that's his real name in the Credited as the evil lawyer. <laughs> they should they should have had it as the guy who played Drac Draco in a uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill Paxton is obviously famous for in Aliens saying "Game over, man, game over." Oh, so if he yeah. says that in this drama, the drama will be oh, ruined and completely it pointless. Would be the most contrived piece of script writing ever. Yeah, but I really like the title "Game Changer" because the it did documentary it. is about this lawyer trying to get him to change Grand Theft Auto. And it's also got the word game in the title. Oh, it's just... It's so yeah, but you could also say Grand Theft Auto was so influential, it was literally a game changer. Yep, you could say that as well. Uh, what else could you say, Don? You could say... Uh... <sighs> it's all right, mate. Don't worry, you've got a headache. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one with the quick things like you guys. Uh, you Sorry. lot just click, 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 bang, bang, rattle out those puns and those quips, just... Like magic, but with me, I, it just doesn't happen. Well, that's yeah. the news for this week. Uh, <laughs> it's been absolutely fantastic. Oh, Gareth, that was a really interesting piece of music. What was it that made you choose that? Right, that's not how we're going <laughs> to... Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball. Uh, it's probably not a game you've heard of. Uh, uh, it's not been out on Steam long, uh, but it definitely is very striking. You basically play as a robot playing dodgeball. And that's kind of all there is to it. It's got a great aesthetic. Disco, as in the title of the game, features in the game very heavily. And the soundtrack is very dancey, very upbeat, you know. Not many of the songs on the soundtrack are, uh, shall we say downbeat (laughs) they're all very upbeat Um, the track I'll be playing from Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball which is just fun to say uh, will be called 8-Bit Adventure uh, by Adhesive Wombat Uh, you know not a a normal name for somebody to go by but it sticks in your brain definitely Uh, so this is from the soundtrack to a game on Steam, it's an indie game uh, look it up, it, it's actually insanely fun uh, from what I've seen and the soundtrack is fucking killer. So I'm going to say it again because I love saying it Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball uh, the song is 8-Bit Adventure and this is by Adhesive Wombat Thank you. 
Employees of game shops, any game shop, Gareth, it's not one particular one, is it? No. We like to know if they know their business. Uh, now, we've found f- around a few of these uh, establishments, and we spoke to the staff uh, to find out their knowledge and to, f- to to know if we're really in the most capable hands that we can be. Gareth, you've had quite a few run-ins with people in shops, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, particularly around Christmas time when you'll yeah. walk in to a shop that you've applied for a job for and not gotten, yeah. and somebody doesn't even seem to know what they didn't the even message you back, did they, Gareth, with a courtesy to say we're sorry, but you, your application has been unsuccessful. Yeah, so we, we're just curious, you know, if game employees actually do know what no, they're not talking game. about. Game, we can't use the name. Just uh, game shop. Any game shop employees. Yeah. It could be any game shop. CEX, it could be Granger Games, it could be GameStop in America, it could be Game Game Station, even though it's now defunct. We could you know, there could still be someone in one of those uh empty abandoned retail units standing by the phone just to talk to customers of old game station uh customers. Uh so we phoned them up and we, we asked a few sort of questions sort of go off on a tangent as we do sometimes but I think that's more to talk about the inner turmoil that we face with technology nowadays isn't it Gareth? Uh, apparently yeah. apparently yes uh, but there we go so listen to these uh, lovely accounts and uh, hopefully you enjoy them as much as we enjoyed saying them Oh, hello there. Um, I'm just looking for some help, really. Yeah. Uh, and as they're game-related, I thought, what better way to start than game? I know. So I'm looking to get a, a next-generation console. Uh, yeah. I've not been too excited what I have to offer at the moment. And okay. I, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, in your honest, humble opinion, which is the better offer, the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, or the Wii U? Um, 
playing festival? Like, what are your favourite types? Uh, I like playing really violent games that will corrupt my mind. No, no, no. I, t- I tend not to play online. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because that, that's a big factor. A lot of the time, it's kind of if if you know a lot of people with a certain console, it makes yeah. That one. I mean, I've got an Xbox 360, but I tend not to be on Xbox Live much. Okay. I don't even have a gold account. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. To be honest, in my opinion, I between the, the PS4 and the, the Xbox One, I prefer PS4. Okay, um, well, why is the Wii U not even coming into contention there? The, mostly because it doesn't, it's a main to play game. So most oh. of the big ones that are coming out, so you've got, you know, uh, Call of Duty, Halo, um, you know, the car games, um, The Witcher, all these ones that are coming out lately, then not on Nintendo. Nintendo, the Wii U is for Nintendo games. Yes, so um, I've got a joke. Yeah. Knock, knock. <laughs> Wii. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah, so in, when comparing the next gen, it's not really con- taken into consideration a lot of the time because it's considered like an extra separate one. Yes. Um, so it's very good for uh, family play, playing with friends. Um, you can do a lot of local co-ops. So you can actually play together with friends. Yeah. Um, which you don't, don't do so much on the other consoles anymore. No. Um, there are some big games coming out, but a lot of it is the the known franchises like you've got new uh, Mario games and Zelda games um, mm. it's not anything yeah I mean I'm not a Nintendo person yeah if you're not a Nintendo fan I'd say just scrap the Wii U entirely yeah, well, more like uh, more like n- we no thank you <laughs> that, that was Very another much, one of yeah. my jokes yeah uh, um, sorry yeah I'd say the, the PS4 I, I prefer it just because it's a, it's a bit quicker as a machine like you put a disc in um, you can play it the install is a lot um, less than on the Xbox. Yes. Um, I prefer the controls. Um, some of the graphics are a bit better with some of the games. Yeah. Um, because I heard then, that some of them uh, on the PlayStation 4, uh, yeah. they run at 1080p, whereas sometimes on the Xbox One, they don't go to that resolution. Yeah. What does that yeah. actually mean? What is is that much of a difference? Um, 1080p is kind of the, the highest resolution there is. Yes. At the moment, like that, you can play on on standard HD TVs and things. Yeah. Um. So you've got like the. Yeah, that it's it's just a bit faster on some of them. Yes. Um. But yeah, but then with the Xbox as well, um, you do get the connect with it. You do. Um, oh, I've heard that that's really awful. Yeah, if if you like it, um, and with the um, like Xbox Live, you get a few extra quite get on, on PS4. Yeah. My friend told me that the Connect can spy on you when you're not expecting it. If, if it's on, um, yes. it can, like, you can use it while the thing's plugged in, but if it's not plugged in, then it doesn't do anything. If you're not using it, it won't do anything. It won't watch you or anything like that. Because no. my friend said he had to put it in his chest of drawers because he was just so freaked out. No, I mean, if the puzzle's not on, it should do anything at all. Yeah, well, you'd like to think so, but with technology nowadays, you don't really know, do you? Could do anything. Well, thank you very much. That's right. Uh, that's helped a lot, and uh, you have a very good day. Yeah, you too. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. There you go, Gareth. Wow. She seemed to know her balls from her arsehole. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you say, isn't it, about women? 
the uh, kind of the point of this was to show our game staff know nothing, but she actually very good. She did, which I'm very disappointed about, Gareth. <laughs> <clears throat> well, maybe the next one. Did you like my jokes? I thought your jokes were very inappropriate and thus hilarious. Thank you, Thank you very much. I well, muted my microphone yeah. for you so you couldn't hear me if I was laughing or anything. I didn't yes. want to put you off. I knew you were Thank in the you. zone. I was in my zone. I was in the ozone. Hello, is that... Yeah, Hi there. Um, I'm looking for some questions answered, really. Uh, they're all game-related, so I thought this would probably be the best place to start. Uh, I'm looking for a next-generation console. Uh, I've, not been re- I've not really gotten any at the moment. Uh, and I was wondering what was the best, in your opinion, between the PlayStation 4, Xbox One and the Wii U? Um, to be fair, dude, it's kind of dependent on what sort of gaming you are. Um, I, I'm the sort of person that, you know, I like to shoot things like we all do. Um, obviously not in actual real life. It's just stuck sticks to gaming. Um, I like that sort of stuff. And sort of playing FIFA, uh, Call of Duty, all that sort of stuff. And also like obscure Japanese role-playing games. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, in that case, it's kind of a mystery between... Xbox One and PS4 because obviously you can get the joystick that enable you to be able to play those sort of games as well as play FIFA and Call of Duty and that on the Xbox One. So, so what kind of joystick would I would I have to get in order to play an obscure Japanese RPG? Say, well, there's a load of joypads that are basically uh, multifunctions where they have uh, an analog, like a stick or an analog as you call it, and then like four buttons on them. So, okay, uh, that sort of styled joystick. So does that does the console not come with one of those already? Uh, the console comes with a normal controller, yes. which is uh, like ones you would have on an older console. Which consoles did you own? Uh, I owned an Xbox 360 and a PlayStation 2. Oh, right. So, yeah, they're basically the same um, controllers as them, too. Except yeah. one of them is which is wireless. And the Xbox One controller is just a little bit bigger than the 360, but obviously with the analogs moved up a little bit more. Um, yes. In that, in that sense. So I mean, what sorry. sort of uh, sorry, what sort of RP uh, Japanese RPGs could I be looking at for the Xbox One? Because I mean, I liked them on the PlayStation Two, but they just seem to dry up um, really. There, there are uh, a lot on the market for the Xbox One. Uh, you're able to get um, in store. There isn't really that many. Oh. Many purchases. Um, we normally do all that. Sort of, we don't really well get much in store. That stuff. So um, maybe we. we website or something like that. Okay, so, so what, what sort, how many uh, extra controllers are available for the Xbox One? Uh, available controllers? Yeah. Uh, that was when buying it or? Just no, no, I mean, I mean you, you mentioned these sort of specific controllers that I could buy. Oh, the joysticks? Yeah, the yeah. joysticks. Um, there was one that actually came out with Mortal Kombat, if you know the game. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, there's one that came out with that that enables you to, have to play that with a certain controller, but obviously there's more joysticks. Oh, this is all sounding very confusing. Can I play uh, the games with the normal control, or do I need different control sticks for different games? Um, with the different games, you can obviously they're all controller compatible. So you. Oh, okay. Controller. So you don't 
don't have to worry about getting any extra controller. Like oh, I was just wondering if each game came with a specific controller, you know? Yeah. No, that would be oh, really expensive. Oh, well, yeah, I won't worry about that. Yeah. If you was wishing to be able to go that sort of, that sort of route, then you can obviously do it. So, so what about the Wii U? Because I heard that a lot of people at the moment are saying, no, thank Wii U. Um, I think they have a lot of Japanese games, don't they? Yeah, the Wii, the Wii U has a, a bunch of games. Obviously, Nintendo creates a lot of Mario, a lot of Zelda or stuff like that. Um, if you have played any of the Wii games at all. Has the Wii U got a lot of uh, Zelda games on it? Because I did a, love a few, yeah. Yeah, there's one coming out, obviously, and then there's Hyrule Warriors, which is one of the ones that is out now for it. Oh, is that a, like a traditional Zelda game? Um, I wouldn't so much say traditional, it's in one of the first ones, but obviously it, is, it does follow the same sort of storyline as... Uh, the old Zelda. Oh, same sort of gameplay and stuff like that. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's a little bit different than the, the original ones you used to play, but obviously they are quite a bit different in comparison. Mm, yes. And I mean, Mario and, and stuff like that. I remember the 2D games of the Nintendo era. Yeah, um, the Mario now, they're obviously 3D and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but oh, what, with the 3D part. glasses? It seems like it's coming out of the screen. Uh, the free you have to have three D glasses and they come out the screen. That that's three D. Uh, that, that's available on the three D television, and I don't believe we support that. Oh. Just, uh, in, in theory, three D is just uh, the characters you can see in a three D perspective. Oh, like uh, uh, Super Mario sixty four. Rather, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like Mario 64, but a lot more um, static graphics. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um. So what am I looking at, really, with the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and the Wii U? I mean, for my sort of style. Uh, in all honesty, the, the better consoles are uh, the PlayStation 4 or the Wii U. The Xbox One is good. Wow, uh, the Xbox, Xbox One is beneath the Wii U. Yeah, I mean, because obviously the Wii U has so much variety, um, I think it's going to get uh, two of the three consoles. You wouldn't want to get the PS4 and the Xbox One because they've basically got the same sort of Mm, uh, same sort of audience. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh. Whereas uh, Wii U is always uh, Nintendo, in fact, has always been sort of separated from the two. And what are the graphics like on that? Um, the, in comparison from the PS4 to the Xbox One, uh, the graphics on the PS4 are a little bit better than the Xbox One, but it's barely noticeable. Are they better than uh, Wii U? Uh, in comparison to Wii U, because obviously the Wii U's uh, games are created differently, um, the better graphics oh, no. will be on the PS4. Yeah. What do you mean by they're created differently? A different um, process? They're, they're made for a touchpad as well as a uh, analogue and mm. uh, what I call the button. Okay. So, I mean, uh, it's honestly, I, if I was you, I'd read, read up a load of reviews and stuff and just see which console sort of fits you best. Yeah, okay then. Well, thank you very much. You've been a great help. Right, bye bye. Good day. Yeah. Bye. What did Gareth think of that guy? I thought it was alright apart from the different controllers. Um, yeah, he also said Hyrule Warriors was like a traditional, traditional. Zelda. Yeah, which what was a wrong. And yeah. also, uh, he seemed to take a lot for granted. Like at the end, he was like, obviously, <laughs> you know, Wii U games have been made with like a touchscreen in mind. Yeah. It's like, what? How is that obvious? That's obvious. If someone is ringing up and not knowing much about games, you, you don't take it for granted they know the Wii U has a dock off touchscreen. Exactly. So I thought. And he puts the oh, Xbox One in third place. Yeah. I thought he was less helpful than the original by quite a lot. 
I, 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 I actually hated him, Gareth. I was speaking to him, and I hated him. All right, time for one more. Okay. Oh. Hi there. Um, I'm looking for some questions answered, really. Um, okay. I'm looking to get a next-generation console. I haven't actually got one myself yet. And yeah. uh, I just wanted to ask, in your opinion, uh, which one do you think's uh, better out of the Xbox One, PlayStation 4 and Wii U, and what you would recommend? Um, that's a very tough question, actually. Thank um, you very much. <laughs> uh, with the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, uh, yes. They are extremely similar consoles. Um, before with the PS3 and Xbox 360, there, there was quite a lot of differences that separated them. Yes. Um, the main thing that separated these consoles, however, is on the PS4, is uh, you can basically there's uh, a, a kind of remote access, so you can uh, watch your friend play his game, and if he's stuck, he'll allow you to take over for him from another house, and you can. Play his game yeah, but that, that's the problem because I've got a friend who's, I could imagine him phoning me like in the middle of the night because he works uh, night shifts and stuff like that and yeah. I know that if he had that sort of access he would pretty much sort of take advantage of it and I don't want to be woken up sort of oh, early no, no, morning, no, no. you know. He, he doesn't allow you to, like someone else to access your console oh, okay. um, without your permission so every time that will happen you only allow someone to do that. He won't like allow him to do it without your permission because I, I could imagine him you know 3am phoning yeah, oh well, can I use your console you know yeah yeah um, the thing with the, the, the apart from the, with the Xbox One is you've actually got a HDMI in the Xbox One so you can plug in your Skybox your TV box anything like oh, that I don't have anything like that uh, I'll just have a normal aerial going into my TV oh okay then uh, well the other thing is then there is an adapter which is the digital tuner, so you can actually use your Xbox as like a free view uh, TV unit as well. So you can get all your TV recordings, you can rewind uh, live TV through your Xbox One, I think, as well. Okay. So that's uh, one thing that sets it, uh, it, sets it apart. apart the yeah. um, with the Wii U, however, that's probably the most different out of all of them because uh, the controller itself is a huge touchscreen. Um, yeah. The one thing I will say with the Wii U, however, is... Oh, dear. Uh, I'm hearing a butt here. <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, Nintendo's own games, yeah. great games are very few and far between. Yes. Um, on top of that, Nintendo have also announced that they're already working on the next system, which is already called, uh, oh. so far, Project NX. Okay. So... Do we know what this project the is? is? It's not really known at the moment. Do you know what the project is? Uh, well, it's just basically their next console. That's all they've announced. Is oh, it's, it's, name for it. Oh, okay, so it's a project. Yeah, it could be out. It could be anything up to three, four years, couldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and what about the Wii U in terms of games and stuff? I know it does the Mario's and the Zelda. And... Yeah, so you've got Mario, Zelda, um, any Nintendo like. There's one called uh, 
Oh, I don't like those. They're they're way too cutesy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart is another one they've already released out on there. Yeah. Not about Zelda. I'm quite a big Zelda fan in the old. uh, They've re-released Wind Waker from on the GameCube. They've done like a full remake of that, and they've released in a new Zelda suit as well. Mm. But Um, again, that was a bit too cartoony. Yeah, but the new one's going to be very different. It's going to be more along the lines of Twilight Princess or Earlier Time kind of thing. Oh, okay. That that sounds... I did enjoy, I think it was Twilight Princess on the Wii. Yeah. Uh, I preferred that more sort of realistic because I don't really like these cartoony visuals. They really... I find them to be quite disturbing at times. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, so, you know, I'm looking at them and I'm trying to play it, but I've got all these thoughts going on in my mind and... You know, I find it, it it doesn't really sit well with me to be playing these kind of games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of games, because obviously you, haven't, you, you told me about the different specifications that each console has. Um, what what sort of games do they play? I mean, that's the most important thing, isn't it? That's, that's... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Game-wise, the, the PS4 and the Xbox One, as I said, are very similar. Um, yeah. Other than both of their exclusives, um, all the games are actually out on both systems anyway. Okay, so what would you say is the best exclusive on the PlayStation 4? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. They're difficult <laughs> and good. Because um, well, yeah, I've seen all that 1886, that looks spellbinding. Last still be the best one. The what, sorry? The Last of Us. Um, the la- that was last year, wasn't it, my friend? That's right, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, and that's still the best one, is it? The best exclusive? It, yeah, well, mm. it's quite hard to beat that. It ended up like 9.8, 9.9, I think. Yeah, because there, I heard so. this uh, Bloodborne, but I found Dark Souls and that to be too hard. Yeah, no, the Bloodborne, if you're a fan of um, uh, Dark Souls, then you'll really like um, oh, well, it. made my brain hurt too bad. Yeah. Because I, I want to be in the middle, you know. I don't want the complications. I don't want my brain to hurt. But at the same time, I don't want to look at primary colours. Yeah. Yeah, I want it in that mid middle sort of part. I'm looking at, you know, just graphics and uh, games that are pretty much complete themselves in that right. kind of difficulty area. Definitely sounds like it's going to be best to go for perhaps a PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah. Um, depending on what games would be completely up to you. It sounds like maybe not necessarily the exclusives. No. Is it what you're looking for? Mm. Um, but there, there's hundreds of games that are going to be coming out soon or already out that sounds like will be right up the street compared to stuff like that. Do you know what games they'd be? Because obviously I'm just... I don't... That's why I'm calling this basically to just find out which console would be best for me well the the xbox is going to have the rest of the halo series um it's got a gears of war game coming soon as well um there is going to be also exclusive content for other games like call of duty and stuff like that that will be only on the xbox one yeah but then the ps4 uh has got uh street Fighter five coming out for it which is exclusively going to be on that system oh and that's Um, that's a fighting game isn't it yeah. Do you do? Because I heard from another store 
that you have to buy like special joy pads for certain games like uh, Japanese RPGs and things like that. They they no, say different. It's very rare that there's a specific um, controller or anything needed for games these days. Yeah. Um, most of the time, it's either using the PlayStation Four camera or the Kinect or just the controller itself. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if one thing that is sort of worrying me about the Xbox One, I must say is my friend told me that, you know, there's a camera on it and uh, he know, he thinks that when it's plugged in, he can kind of be sort of be seen by people, you know? Uh, right, well, no, 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 no one can actually look at what is on the camera oh, okay. um, unless you give them permission to and only certain games and features will actually have that option in the game anyway. Oh, so it's so- not like anyone can look into your hack into your camera or anything like that 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 wouldn't happen not not that there's anything bad that they'd see it's just i'll just be sitting there and you know you'd feel a bit uneasy just thinking that there's five people watching you they 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 wouldn't do that unless like they they will warn you there is features where you can like record yourself and you can upload to youtube record yourself doing what that seems strange playing the game or, or whatever doing commentary there's a lot of people that make quite a bit of money through obviously playing games explaining achievements and stuff like that and they okay. upload to YouTube that, that's strange seems strange because when someone's playing a game they're not really doing anything are they they're just playing with a controller no exactly but now you can record yourself uh, I, I, what's going on with the world today do it. what is going on with the world it's just technology isn't it Unfortunately, yeah. We're we're all just gonna. I'm starting to think Terminator may be real, <laughs> or it could no, it could happen. You know, I don't want to sort of go off on a tangent, but if this is the sort of stuff that consoles are doing at the moment, it, you know, that's only one step away from that sort of futuristic vision that we were shown all them years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The technology is advancing that that far now, so. Yeah, I mean, I remember just being on the PlayStation 2, and you you didn't have to worry about people watching you on cameras, people trying to take over your game while you're playing it, you no, know, exactly. all that sort of stuff. You just you knew you were safe and sound. Yeah. But now it seems pretty much that, you, you know, you're not safe to do anything anymore. So, but yeah, that's quite a depressing sort of revelation, really. Yeah. I just, I, I wish you the best selling the consoles, but maybe... By doing that, you were sort of bringing upon Armageddon. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it'll be that bad yet. No, not yet. But you know, they said a few years ago that um, was it Saddam Hussein was stockpiling PlayStation Twos to use the CPUs from them because they were so sort of powerful and be able to build nuclear capabilities from it. Oh, wow. Yeah, read up on that. That's what I'm saying. And say if they got like fifty Xbox Ones, what could you do with that? Yeah, he's quite scary. Yeah, you know, you could build, I don't know, half a robot. <laughs> because you could use the connectors to kind of eyes and stuff, and then you could kind of look through people's windows. But, you know, I'm, I'm just so far off the topic of what I originally phoned you for. Um, so if you had to, if someone came into the store and said, look, I'm going to just, I need to, I'm going to run around the store constantly until you tell me which console I'm going to buy, and you had to tell them which one before they'd just go, which one would it be? It'd probably be the Xbox One because that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, that's that's really good. And you don't use the Connect; you've got it unplugged and everything like that, and it works fine. Uh, well, I've got it plugged in, but 
uh, it, it never gets used for anything. It's never on, I'm never on the camera. Mm. Uh, I just use it for the voice commands. Yeah, and you don't get people saying, oh, come on to the camera. No. Nope. And you sort of say voice commands. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it understands what you say and stuff. Well, you have to say, like, if you want to turn the system off, it's like Xbox turn off, Xbox oh my God. turn to Netflix, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, all right then. Well, it's just more worrying than anything. But, okay, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel a little bit scared even, you know, because, like I said, I haven't really been in consoles until PS2. Yeah. And now suddenly I'm trying to look at these next generation consoles and, you know, I hear about them watching us and being able to communicate. I, I highly doubt that they'd be able to do anything like that, at least yet. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe give it a 30, 30 years, I'd say. Do you mind if I call you back then? Yeah, you can give me a call back then if you want. Fantastic, and I'll go through it, and then we'll just see. All right, then. All right, so thank you for all your help today. You've been a great help. No worries. And I really appreciate that. And thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <sighs> well. Did you like that one, Gareth? He, he knew his stuff. He, he knew went, his... You went a bit mental at one point. But... but that's my problem, isn't it? I never, I never say, oh, I'm going to be... Uh, I sort of get into my own little world. And, but he held well, he stood fast. Yeah, he even mentioned stuff we'd not heard from the other ones, like the HDMI in and the... Yeah, and I mean, also, just to the layman, to someone that's just going into consoles, it would sound scary. listen to you guys fucking probably got all long hair don't know what they're doing probably yep Manchester shop here we go 0161 is that your lot's code yeah. Sorry to say you lot. Obviously, I don't want to 0161. Hope they understand me. Here we go. All right. All right. How are you doing? You all right, mate? So what have we been playing? This is a part of the show where we come up with a sort of amalgamation about the games we've been playing all of this week. Uh, Don, I'd like you to tell me that you've been playing the rest of Wolfenstein. You've really enjoyed it and now you've finished the game. But I know that we don't live in an ideal world. <laughs> I'd kind of like to be able to tell you that as well. But yeah. I've, uh, I've generally not been, uh, not been home all that much. Uh, over the last week, and so I've had very, very little time um, to play anything, really. 
Um, so um, I'm afraid I have not completed Wolfenstein. Uh, in fact, I haven't, I haven't actually played it at all. I've barely. Can I give you a slow clap? You could give me a slow clap. That would be perfectly acceptable and deserved, to be honest. I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 going to get it's going to get done. It's going to get okay. played. So yeah. what what have you done? Um, I've literally hardly played anything at all. Um, I played a little bit more of uh, Majora's Mask on the 3DS. Um, but literally for like half an hour before I fell asleep because <laughs> so I was playing it in bed before I went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Ta-da! Gareth, can you save this section? Um, Probably not, but I can. there's some stuff I can Fantastic. talk about. Um, yeah. So I've been playing more Heroes of the Storm um, and this weekend, well, this weekend just gone, sorry, they had the finals of their first ever esports tournament uh it was called heroes of the dorm um and it was like college campuses had put teams forward and the grand prize for the tournament was that the, everyone on the team would get their entire college tuition paid for them wow so it's like quite a huge prize um and they had like a they had it televised on espn3 and espn2 in america Kind of a a big deal, um, and I've watched a lot of esports in the past. I'm I'm a League of Legends fan. I like watching that live, um, so I thought I'd give this a go. See what see what they were doing differently, um, and it was kind of terrible. <laughs> I, I love when things are terrible. Yeah, I think like Heroes of the Storm is f- super fun to play, but it's so boring to watch. Because they've yeah. dumbed the entire game down so much from, like, you know, League of Legends or Dota. Like, if you watch a League of Legends match live, there's so much information on the screen. It's, like, almost overwhelming, but if you're watching a sport, you want as much information as possible. You want to know exactly how many creeps the AD carries have killed, because if one AD carries, like, three creep ahead, that's potentially, like, a item before the other, and all this interesting stuff. In Heroes of the Storm, it's just... Here's the screen. You can see the hero's health bars. And that's pretty much it. It's just... There's nothing to it. There's no flash. There's no, like, sort of production. And every so often they'd, like, show the crowd. And the crowd sort of weren't that into it. And they'd always show the crowd, like, when something was about to happen on the stream. Like, there was about to be a big fight. They'd just cut to the audience. I guess because that's when the audience get excited. But it was just like some people waving some like inflatable tubes around, like yay, yeah. Um, so it was a bit kind of embarrassing, um, and I was it kind of got me a bit worried because they got this on ESPN, like that's a big fucking deal for an esport, yeah. And what yeah, they put forward was the wrong game, fucking late. Yeah, it's in beta. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not like somebody can be watching that on ESPN and go, oh, I think this game looks really cool. I'll go and download it for my personal <laughs> computer. No, you can't do that because it's a closed beta. And yeah. it's, the whole thing was just really weird. Like, It's like they've not even watched any other esports. Or they have and they've gone, well, we want to just make ours really boring. Yeah. Like, on purpose. Because there wasn't even a mini-map. Like, you have no sense of where the entire team is at any one time. Like, you'll just be watching, then all of a sudden they'll be having a big team fight, and it's like, well, I don't really know how it got to this point. I don't know what happens after this. 
The announcers aren't really going into much detail because there isn't much to go into detail on. So it's like, whereas in League of Legends, like every little minutiae of everything everybody's doing is like really highly analysed and that's really interesting. Because yeah. if you're playing League of Legends and then you watch this stream, you're like, oh, this person went for this item first and then they're attacking the creep this way and oh, they're, now they're lane swapping with mid, so that's interesting, I can try that out. But in this, it's just random people doing random shit with random heroes and there's just no rhyme or reason to it at all. Like, It's just not a fun game to watch and I was really disappointed because I've been enjoying playing that game loads. I've been playing it pretty much every single day for like three weeks now. Go and on, I was all ready to be like, all right, Heroes of the Storm, this is going to be like the continuation of the sort of obsession. It's going to be like, I'm going to play the game and I'm also going to watch the game. And it's going to be awesome to watch. And instead it was just massively, massively disappointing. didn't translate well, did it? Not at all. Oh my God. But uh, Broken Age came <laughs> out like today, part two. And I part just, two? Just waiting to play that. And I'm really excited. Let's see what happens to Shay. I think we all do. I think we all do. <laughs> it's been a long time since Broken Age Part 1, hasn't it? I think it's almost exactly a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Kind of nuts. Yeah. So so that was what was apparently going to save this section, Gary. <laughs> I didn't say you it was. You saying that you watched Storm Age, whatever it's called, on ESPN. Yep, Storm Age. Uh, catch it now on your personal computer. Fantastic. And what specs do you need, Gav? What what edition of Windows do you need to be running? Uh, you need uh, Windows ninety five minimum, mm-hmm. uh, with a uh, one twenty eight megabytes of RAM and a uh, forty watt PSU. Fantastic. Right. So I haven't really been playing any games this week because, as we know, there is a severe game drought, and the games that are have been released are not very rewarding. But I did have. A very funny technological story happened to me the other day, uh, yesterday as it happens, that I'd like to share with you. Okay. Um, I was sitting on my sofa, and there was a knock at the door. Uh, it went like this. Knock, knock. <laughs> and I got off my sofa, and I went to the front door, uh-huh. and I turned the handle. And as it does every time that I hold the, turn the handle, the door actually opened. And there standing was a man holding a lovely sort of package. Um, oh, hey, Gareth, calm down. So I took his package and I uh, oh, come on. walked into my home. So with the e-box, uh, I put it down on the table. Lovely. We're talking Apple presentation here. Enough cardboard that we could effectively destroy our tree resources within a year if everyone was to buy an EE box. Yeah, the box is far too big. Uh, opened it up. <clears throat> Sitting there on a lovely podium is the EE box itself, which actually has all the aesthetics of the new Xbox One. On one side, it's shiny, and on the other side, it's matte. So it literally it, uh, goes with the aesthetics of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Sorry, but I think they all came together a bit and uh, decided that before. It's an absolutely brilliant service, Gareth. Uh, mm-hmm. The box itself is probably smaller than an iPad. Not as thin as an iPad, but I'm talking about the surface area. Oh, really so good. When you say like, like an Xbox One, you don't mean in size. 
No, I don't mean inside. I'm talking okay. about the design of the. It's half. There's like a line that goes down the middle, and half of it is gloss, bl- black gloss, and uh, black matte. Which sounds like one of <laughs> your evenings, Don. <laughs> Uh, so I put it on because I don't normally watch uh, I don't normally watch TV uh-huh. so I turned it on and you know that channel you told me about uh, Gareth Gay Rabbit yeah I went on there and during the day there's a, a sort of a, a tech service for older guys that don't know how to use the internet because uh, <laughs> you know you can go on it and just get people for free they tend to prefer to spend 60p per text message plus service rates uh, and there was a guy on there, uh, and he, intro- he was Phil from Hull, but it said Phil in Hull. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally burst out laughing. It was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced using technology. Um, With your accent, it sounds much dirtier. Than... Yeah, because you <laughs> lot go Hull. Hull? Hull. 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 But it was Phil in Hull. Well, that was an absolutely fantastic podcast today, Gareth. Thank- what made you decide to use that tune? Uh, I thought it would be a tune that people haven't heard. It's from a pretty uh, obscure Steam game. Fantastic. Well, I get anal once a month uh, <laughs> with my girlfriend, and uh, she says she's not going to do it tonight because I've lost the uh, little tube, the sort of numbing. You know, I sent you that picture. Of that, like, literally, ludicrously overpriced uh, numbing gel. Uh, I've actually lost it, so I've got to dig that out um, before I'm allowed to do anything. So, probably that, that's probably what I'm going to be doing tonight. Just remember so, the safe words are uh, Bat, Robin, Catwoman, and uh, Nightwing. Yeah. Don't get them mixed up, or you could end up in all kinds of trouble. Oh, fantastic. Well, we hope to catch you again next week. I've been Rob Walker. And I have been joined by Gareth Williams and Don Goss. Hey! Bye! Bye!